guys, and welcome back to the Fag Fanatics podcast. We are back with season two. Yeah, it's been a long time out. We've not done this for a year, so yeah, excuse us for for that. Um, but you know, we're back. We're back again. Um, and backer, bright, brighter, um, than ever, really. Uh, and I'm back with my usual two, um, Mr. Theo Kiriakou. How are you, sir? I'm good, good. Thank you. It's been it's been a long time, but um, I'm uh, nice yeah. and rested and ready to go. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. And Ronan, how you doing, my man? Happened since uh, since we've last the three of us have been together. I mean, both aged and Jordan, you still remain single. Yeah, but... no, I know, I know, mate. I know. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's a sad time. Yeah, uh, you're cutting out a wee bit there, mate. But um, yeah, no, I know you two engaged. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm still. Oh yeah, I forgot. Back. To be fair, so, John, don't feel too bad. I forgot I was engaged. I know, so. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, we move. I know. True, true. Um, I'll, I'll 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 bring that back though, Jordan. There's one thing that you can be happy about is that I actually think Sunderland are a better team than Birmingham now. So yes, <laughs> success. <laughs> I didn't think that was it. It wasn't going to take long once we got up, but actually, once we got up, yeah, it's like. Yeah. I'm sorry, Theo. Your your team sucks. <laughs> it, <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned! Oh, how the turntables. Lads, yeah. lads we, we've been we've been crap for about ten years. I'm not. No, yeah. Do, do I shoot it on a daily basis? You call them crap on a daily basis, yeah, yeah. so it's always good. No, but uh, we're not here to talk about our teams. Um, so yeah, you, the, the listeners, whoever's listening out there, will be happy to to know that. Um, we're talking about the Premier League. The the biggest league in the world so um yeah um yeah we'll we'll talk about that it's not that interesting but yeah we'll we'll, we'll try and make it as interesting as possible for you um so yeah we'll we'll kick off with the 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 winners of last year's trophy in Manchester City um they have gone on out and bought some top quality players in Erlen Holland on uh, a buyout clause from Borussia Dortmund. They've got Calvin Phillips in from Leeds. Um, and they're looking at a few other players. Mark Cucurella has been linked. Uh, and they also brought in Julian Alvarez uh, from the Argentinian League. So, yeah, we'll talk about a couple of those signings and, yeah, where, where we think they're uh, going to go next. Are they going to get Cucurella? Are they going to go for someone else? We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, so, yeah, Theo, I'll, I'll go to you first. Erlen Holland. He's been the main man talked about for a long time. Do you think he's actually going to be a success in the Premier League, or do you think it's going to take a wee bit of time to bed in? And yeah, what what's your kind of take on him? Yeah, it's a fantastic signing. He's he's arguably probably the 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 most exciting player currently who's been purchased by any club. Um, it's probably the biggest transfer that, let's face it, most teams were after him mm-hmm. um, throughout the the rest of the, the the past season. It's a great signing for Man City. They've been missing a striker for. Uh, a long time since Aguero. So you're talking two, three years. Yeah. So it's really good for Man City. Um, I think he's obviously going to be a success. I don't doubt that for a second. Mm-hmm. It's just what do we measure by success for a player of Erling Haaland's standards? Do we measure 15 goals of success? Do we measure 25 goals of success? Do we measure 30, 35? Uh, I think he'll have a decent season. I think he'll score, you know, 10 plus. Um, I'm not sure. For me personally, with Pep rotation, for everything else as well, I'm not sure if he will explode, but I, I think it's obviously a signing that City has sorted in that position for, especially with Alvarez for four or five years now. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think with him and Alvarez both coming in, I think they can share the goals uh, mm. between them as well. I think that's quite a, a key factor as well. Um, like Man City always do, they've got obviously the the talents behind uh, the striker. Um, whoever's played there, whether it was Jesus before Aguero in the past, uh, they've got likes of Riyad Mahrez, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, who I can see having a more prolific year than he did this this season, um, playing much more games. Um, so yeah, it'll be quite interesting. Ronan, what's your kind of take on Haaland? Do you think that um, this has been a romanticised move with his dad previously playing for the club? Um, and do you think that it's the right move for Man City uh, to kind of lead them to European glory? Yeah, um... I don't know about Haaland in a Man City team. Um, I think it's going to take him a bit of time to Mm. adapt because, as we know, Pep loves to play football. Mm. And Haaland isn't the type of player that plays football. He's a fantastic finisher, a fantastic striker. But he's going to need to learn to hold the ball up and he's going to need to learn to do the tiki-taka type passing. He's not that sort of player. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I don't think he won't. I, I don't think he'd be unsuccessful. Mm. Um, but I think uh, it will take him a wee bit of time just to adjust to Pep's way. Mm. Um, so I do think in the long run, yeah, he is a fantastic signing, and uh, he could be the answer to Man City's non-existent Champions League trophy. Yeah. So mm. I think I think definitely that that could be possible, yeah. Yeah, the the long runs. We have to see with the long run. I think pressure... I don't think pressure much will be on him as much um, as compared to well, someone we'll talk about later in Darwin Nunez, um, just because the price tag's lower um, with with the buyout clause. So I think that might have taken a wee bit of pressure off Erlen Holland. But yeah, I think if he didn't get towards 20 goals, I think a lot of people would then uh, maybe start to question uh, his ability in general, because there's a lot of people saying, obviously, like with Bundesliga talents coming out previously, Werner, Pulisic, and a few other players coming to the Premier League, that they've failed um, or not gone as as well as they uh, as teams had, as people had anticipated. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Haaland, but I, th- I think the proof will be in the pudding, um, and I think he will score quite a lot of goals this season, especially because Man City have just got such a lethal. Um, ability to to create chances, so I think Holland will feed off that. Um, another player they've obviously signed, as we mentioned, is Calvin Phillips. Um, I think this is a strange one. Um, the price tag is a lot forty three about forty three forty four million. Um, for Calvin Phillips, he is a good player, but had an injury prone season. Uh, in the previous season, and yeah, I just think for the price. It, it, it's a it's a question mark for me, Theo. What what do you make of that? Do you think that forty three million for Calvin Phillips is a lot of money? Plus with the injuries that he's had, it's it, you you both sides of the coin on this one. Some people say it's a great signing, it's good value. Other people say it's highly overpriced. I mean, you're paying a lot of money for a player who, let's face it, has spent the majority of his career in the Championship and he's had one good season in the Premier Premier yeah. League. He had a good Euros. Was that down to the fact he was playing alongside Declan Rice? It could be argued. Mm-hmm. But I think the great thing about Calvin Phillips is I think he's a player that Pep can mould as well. And I think that is worth its weight in gold um, as well. The thing for me, though, Calvin Phillips, is I've heard some rumours that he's going to be playing as a centre-back uh, for Man City. Right, OK. Um, Man City have had a lot of problems in that centre-back berth, especially when Diaz was injured last year. Mm-hmm. Laporte Walker were playing. 
Um, and what they've been saying is, and if you look at pre-season, Phillips has come on and played a centre-back role and looked very assured. So I wouldn't be surprised if Calvin Phillips plays a role as a centre-back for a bit of this season. Because I don't think he's better than Rodri. Tell me where mm. he's getting in that midfield over Rodri, KDB and Bernardo Silva or mm. Foden. He wouldn't get in over them three, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So I think he's coming to play centre-back. Yeah, uh, I've heard that people are saying that obviously with Fernandinho going out the door, he'll get minutes that Fernandinho would have got last season. And that's possibly the case. And obviously in all competitions, um, it's good to have cover. And he is English, so he fulfills the English quota for the Champions League, um, which is something else that Man City do need to look at. Um, but I just think for the money, you could have probably got someone of probably that's not been as injury prone and just for the same amount of money that might have been slightly better. That's just my take on it. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's a, a an odd signing um, from Man City. Uh, he is 26, so he is obviously not... He is in the prime of his career, but obviously it depends. Can you keep him fit? Can you can you get that kind of performances uh, that he was doing in that first season for Leeds? It's still up in the air, I think. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next team because Man City, I think, we, we don't really know much about Julian Alvarez. Again, coming out the the Argentinian league. I don't know if you boys want to comment there, but to be honest, I don't think there's much to say to him, uh, say about him at the moment. Um, but for the price they probably got him for, um, yeah, it, it's it's not too bad. I think it was just under Pep, 20. Pep obviously, uh, Pep obviously really likes him because he doesn't mm -hmm. want him going out on loan. He wants him yeah. to actually play. Can I just quickly say for Man City as well, they've done some good business and they've also done some horrific business. Yeah. Selling Zinchenko is the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah. That mm -hmm. guy is genuinely unreal and I'm I'm so happy. We'll obviously talk yeah. about it in a bit yeah, with Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. I'm so happy he's actually moved to a club that treat him the way he should be treated. Uh -huh. Yeah, definitely. Actually, we should talk about uh, the other players they've been linked with. Uh, I've obviously heard Mark Cucurella has been linked from Brighton. Uh, Ronan, do you think that would be a smart signing uh, from someone like Man City? Because obviously Cucurella worked under um, Pep at Barcelona. Uh, and it's also the only thing is with him is that he's a left wing back um, in that uh, Brighton system. And uh, obviously he'd be playing as part of a back four, which I'm not sure would sit Man City in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, with, with Man City, you'd like, as we know, left back's been a problem ever since Pep's been there. Mm -hmm. um, they're having to play as we say, Zinchenko, who I agree with, is a fantastic player. Mm -hmm. uh, out of position, he's a, a ideally a centre-mid, and he's yeah. playing at left-back for Man mm -hmm. City. And if we look back to the final game of the season last season, Zinchenko was the reason Man City won the league mm -hmm. when he came off the bench. So, yeah, um, Cucurella, I don't know, he's not world-class. Um, mm -hmm. You would think Man City would, would try and get a world-class full-back. Yeah. Um, and I think you could probably get a, a very decent fullback for a cheaper price than the 50 odd million that, yeah. that Brighton it, want, yeah. you know. And I think if you're going to pay 50 million, it's like, could you not get someone or like tempt AC Milan for Teo Hernandez or uh, someone like that, a Renan Lodi? I know he's not 50 million, but like Renan Lodi from Atletico Madrid, he's been linked uh, to a number of clubs and I still think he's a very good player as well. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you that for the price that you're going to pay for Cucurella, Again, I, I don't think it's a wise choice, but Man City have got that money to spend if they want to. They could play Cucurella as a left mid, I guess. It's, it's, that's the thing is that the, those fullbacks move up the pitch, um, which Pep, Pep likes. They kind of move uh, further on. So he does prefer that 
Um, so yeah, I think it'll be quite interesting to see what they do. The the way I see it, sorry, just 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 quickly mm-hmm. on this, the way I see it is. Is Cucurella worth ten million pound more than Zinchenko? And the answer to that is no. Mm. So I don't understand the business at all. I think yeah. Cucurella's had one good season. Um, I don't. I did. I wasn't particularly enamoured by Brighton defensively last year. I must admit. Mm. Yeah. No. No. I, I kind of agree with you. I feel um, Zinchenko is uh, a very much uh, utility player. He's a very good player for a lot of teams. Uh, no, and I, I agree there. Um, and he's a good player for Man City. But I can see why he's why why it's a good move for Zinchenko, but it's not a very good move for Man City. Um, so I can see where you're coming there. So it dep- it all depends on what Zinchenko's actually is. He requested a transfer once Arsenal's come in from maybe. So I guess why Man City have probably sold him is probably because of that. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll move on to the next team. I'll I'll come to you first, Ronan. Uh, it's on your team, Liverpool. Um, obviously, uh, we're. Fighting on all fronts last season. Um, got to the Champions League final, uh, missed out um, to to Courtois just being unreal. And you've also got yeah, you were not too far off the Premier League, but obviously Man City um, beat you to that. So you've done some business. Uh, what what do you make of it so far? Yeah, um, I think getting uh, I'm gutted we've lost Sadio Mane, but don't uh, there's no fallouts, no no problems with him. He's he served as well and he wants a new challenge and that's fair enough. Getting forty one million from him, I've no idea how he done that, but that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Considering he was in the last year of his contract yeah. and he's over the age of thirty. He's thirty one. I think that's brilliant. Um Darwin <clears throat> hundred million. Well, not no, it's not safe. Is it eighty five or is it yeah, right? It's uh, 85 million euros rising to 100. Yeah. Um, so about it's, 70 million pounds. It's, the... it, it's, a, it's a lot of money. So there's going to be pressure coming with that. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's going to take him time. But yeah. I also think it's going to be the same thing. I think in the long run, that's a fantastic signing. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do because we've all seen glimpses of him in the Champions League at Benfica. And he looks, he looks really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to seeing him week in, week out to see how he is. Um, mm-hmm. I just trust Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp always, if whoever he signs, apart from the odd one that doesn't work out, mm-hmm. they like they're all flawless, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I don't think Klopp would spend that much money on a player if he wasn't confident it was going to work yeah. out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that one. That one's uh, that one will be good in the long run. I, I'm excited with that one, um, but for me, the biggest signing of the the season for us was just tying up Salah. Mm-hmm. Thought that was yeah, mad. Yeah, um, yeah, he's going to be the highest paid player at the club. I just, I, I, people are going, oh, is he going to do an Aubameyang and be terrible now? But Salah's a different player altogether. Aubameyang. Attitude stinks. Salah is not that type of player. Salah will be the player that he's been at Liverpool since since he's moved there. So I don't have any worries about him signing a new contract and dropping off. Uh, he's here for the long run. So yeah, I'm excited as a Liverpool fan, especially because as heartbreaking as last season was, losing the Champions League final to an unbelievable Courtois and losing the Premier League with 20 minutes to go. Um, I think this season we're only going to be better because if you remember a few seasons back that happened to us, we got to a Champions League final and lost the following season. We won it. 
Uh, we also got within a point in the final day of the season of the, the league and we won that the following season. So I think although we got trophies last season, I think we'll get at least one major trophy this season. Mm, mm, definitely. Yeah, I think I think you'll be um as always in with in with the shout. Um yeah, Darwin Nunez, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. I think it's going to take him time. Um, I've heard that he could be playing out on that left-hand side as well. He's, he's kind of one of those players that um, likes to obviously play wider and then cut back inside. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. But yeah, it's, um, it's a big step for him. Um, a big price tag. So a lot of pressure will be on him. But a lot of comparisons as well with the, the Uruguayan link of Luis Suarez and himself. So it'll be um, a, a big thing to live up to um, as a Uruguayan player playing for Liverpool. Um, so yeah, that'll be quite interesting. Um, I just also, sorry, just wanted to say as well, I think um, this season, as much as we've lost Manny and I love Manny, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see Luis Diaz just mm-hmm. absolutely rip it up this season. I think he's yeah. such a good player. People are saying he's been overhyped and overrated. Maybe he has a little bit, but for me, I think he is he is going to be so, so good for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, So, yeah, looking at a couple of other signings you made, uh, I'll come to you, Theo, because uh, you've watched this man probably on a weekly basis, or in highlight reels on a weekly basis, is Fabio Carvalho, um, who's joined from Fulham. Um, what do you make of Fabio Carvalho? And do you think he'll get a chance in the Liverpool team at all this season? Yeah, he, def- he definitely should. He's a really good player. He um, he follows the kind of Harvey Elliott kind of mould, mm-hmm. like Blackburn, Fulham, uh, ripped it up in the in the prem- in the championship, mm-hmm. and deservedly deserves a go at Liverpool. I don't really understand um, know where he is in the pecking order. I think for me personally, I would have sent him back out to Fulham this season simply because it was Premier League again. Yeah. It would have been a good shout. But he's a good player. He's a good mm-hmm. player. He's, he's very talented. He's young. Um, it was it's a brilliant signing from Liverpool, and he's a player who uh, I think he's a ready-made replacement for um, a, a number of positions in that in that mm-hmm. team. To be honest, one yeah. one signing I don't really understand, um, and I don't mean this in in a bad way. I think it's brilliant business for Aberdeen. I'm happy for the lad. Is uh, is Calvin Ramsey? I don't understand mm-hmm. the signing. Um, if I was me personally. I would have done what Lewis Ferguson had done and Aaron Hickey had done and gone to Italy mm-hmm. because you're going to get game time. Uh, it's like Simakas. I think Simakas is a decent fullback, but he's just he's just playing on the bench every week. You're not mm-hmm. going to usurp Robertson or Trent. So I just don't understand what Ramsey's doing. It. I mean, it's a decent payday, yeah. don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't get it. Yeah, no, I was, I was about to come on to that. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good business for Aberdeen to get 4.4 million for a, a fullback that's... Yeah, had one kind of breakout season, really. Um, Ronan, obviously you watch the, the Scottish leagues a lot. What, what do you think of uh, Calvin Ramsey? And to be honest, I think you have done good, well, great business in terms of selling Nico Williams on for 18 million and then bringing in Ramsey for this much money. But do you think it's a good move for the player or what, what's your take on it? I think it's just a replacement for Nico Williams. Um, I, think Ramsey, I think Ramsey's an upgrade on Nico mm-hmm. Williams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not going to see much game time but at, at the same time Liverpool, if you're, if Liverpool are selling their backup right back they need to bring someone else in because all it takes is Trent to get injured and then what do you do yeah. mm-hmm. so I think I think he's a decent enough backup um, he'll see cup time he'll see game time in the cup games but yeah mm-hmm. I think that's purely all it is with the hope maybe even just to 
do what we done with, with Nico Williams, kind of grew him a bit yeah, uh, and then sell him on for a better fee. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll see. I, I like I like the signing. Um, mm -hmm. he, he is a good player, um, but as we know, Trent, Trent for me is the best right back in the world. So mm -hmm. um, I don't see him getting in that team anytime, anywhere in any time that yeah. the Trent's at the club anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, no, I don't think anything will um, take over Trent's position whilst he's at the club. And I don't see him, I don't see Trent ever leaving the Liverpool. It's, it, there's no reason to. Um, looking at a few other things, uh, you sold Minamino as well. Um, do you think that you need to replace Minamino in any way um, as a squad player? Because he was getting some game time last season. Is there anything there? Or do you think that players such as the younger midfielders of Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones, do you, also, do you think they need to start, start stepping up um, as, as to try and get? some regular more minutes? Maybe Jones, yeah. Harvey Elliott, I think, is a fantastic player. Mm -hmm. And I just think that his injury at the start of last season, yeah. scuppered, he, 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 I think he played something like the first eight games and mm -hmm. he was outstanding. And then that injury happened. Mm -hmm. um, so I think this is, I think he'll be involved in the team mm -hmm. uh, more, Harvey Elliott. Mm -hmm. And yet Curtis Jones... Curtis Jones is a good squad player and I think Curtis Jones can produce a moment of magic. But yeah, I think he he needs to step step up if he wants to play every single week. Um mm. or else he's just gonna go down that same road as Oxley Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so definitely. Um, oh, definitely. I think we well, you see the likes of Milner's gonna be probably going out the door at some point and probably in the next not this season, but maybe next season. Um Jordan Henderson's not getting any younger. Um so yeah, they're they're gonna there's gonna be places up for grabs, but if you're looking at the likes of Jude Bellingham, um then that that that's gonna be something they're they're gonna have to try and stamp their mark on the team um uh, this season i'd say and lastly uh, before we move on from liverpool the legend of divakorigi has finally left the club uh, and has gone to ac milan which i think is fantastic business for ac milan i won't lie um because yeah origi deserves a chance at um for some regular regular game time uh moving on to the next club and that's chelsea um they've got new owners uh, obviously the club was sold um to todd bowley and his consortium obviously we've seen the Abramovich era end, a lot of the backroom staff um, have gone out the door. Granovskaya, uh, Bruce Buck and Peter Cech has also gone um, out the door. So um, they've brought in a couple of players. They brought Kaladu Koulibaly in the club. Raheem Sterling's coming from Man City. Um, so yeah, Theo, I'll, I'll come to you. What what do you make of those two signings? Do you think that they're the first signings of the, the Bowley era? Do you think they're good signings? I think Chelsea are an absolute shambles at the moment. I think they're going to have a shocking season. I do not know what's going on there. It's 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 appalling to be honest. You got lone players who you got players who like young players like Gallagher and Broher who they're not sure if they're keeping or not. You've you've lost one of the, your pillar players in Rudiger. You don't know if Azpilicueta and Alonso are leaving. You want Werner gone. You got rid of Luke. It's, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, I don't like the Koulibaly signing. I've never been. I've never rated Koulibaly in my life. I think he's bang average. I think there's a reason he stayed at Napoli for so long. Uh, it's not because of the fact the Napoli president's not great to deal with. It's because he's he's just pretty average. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the Raheem Sterling signing. I really do. Mm -hmm. But again, it's 12, 13 goals a season. It's not going to set the world alight. Um, and the, the disharmony in that squad is absolutely crazy. The midfield is what they need to look at. You've got Jorginho, who's 
just averaging. Kante's like 50. Loftus-Cheek and Barkley was somehow in the team last season. That's such a joke, bro. I, I don't like their two signings. I'm sorry. I really no, don't. no, I, I kind of agree with Koulibaly. Like, if if this was a 28-year-old mm. Koulibaly, he's now 31. We're looking at a few years. He did get in Team of the Season last year for Serie A, but to be honest, it's like Serie A is a slower league. Um, So he's coming in from a, a slower league to one of the most fast-paced uh, leagues in the world. I think it's questionable whether he's going to actually be able to cope in that back line, especially when you've got Thiago Silva, who's not getting younger um, next to him. They were after Jules Koundé, but supposedly Barcelona have snubbed them again, which uh, they got snubbed for Rafinha, also from Barcelona, um, which, yeah, we, we don't know about Barcelona. We'll, we'll have to cover that in another episode again. Uh, they're just... Um, just I don't even think I don't even club. think Koundé is a particularly impressive centre-back as well. That's my yeah. thing. It's like, there's not many centre-backs out there who are Rudiger replacement level. Mm. And if you look at what Chelsea have had, like Trev Chalobah's rubbish. Um, Thiago Silva's actually decent for 37. Christensen's shocking. I'm glad he's gone. It's like, where where do you shop at the moment? The yeah. market's so small. I wouldn't call Trev Chalobah awful. I think he's, oh, he's, he's shocking. He's, 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 a, a young, he's, he's embarrassing. He's a very young player. 24, that's... that's not young. Yeah, well, I don't know. But, well, yeah, is he 24, really? Yeah, he's 24. That's, that's mental, yeah. But, yeah, okay, I get, I get where you're coming from, maybe. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I agree that some of the signings, the Koulibaly ones are an odd one at the age he is. Um, Sterling is a good one. He's 27 still, Um, still got it in him. Um, But whether he can now... This is a time where I think Sterling's really got to take it by the scruff of the neck. It's like, are you world-class or... Or are you just were you just fortunate to be part of a Man City side that was dominating? Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a quite an interesting one. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Ronan, do you think they'll be bringing anyone else in? Is there anyone that has piqued your interest from in Chelsea? Um, in terms of coming in through the door, they need to. They they actually need to. Um, they need more centre backs. The like letting go of Rudiger, like. Fair enough, right? I agree with you. I don't think Christensen is that good at all. Mm. But to let back, let go of pretty much all of your centre backs, mm. it's just pure stupidity. Yeah. Unless you already have a plan in place to replace them, but yeah. they don't. They don't. They got Koulibaly. I I think Koulibaly's a decent centre back, but I don't think he'll cope in the, the mm. Premier League. I think he. I think the pace will be too much for him. The speed mm. of the the speed over here, the physicality. Mm. Um. So yeah, like, and if you, if they're going to lose out on Kunde, where they won't Tuchel, to me at the moment seems like a very frustrated man. Mm. Um, and I think he knows he's in trouble. Um, I mean, you look at the, the I like I rate the Sterling signing as well. I think it's a really good signing because uh, I think Sterling's a really good player. Mm. But they've already got about a million wingers. Mm. They've got Pulisic. They've got Havertz who can play in, out wide. Yeah. Timo Werner ends up playing out wide. And I know they're talking about rid of him as well. I mean, who else have they got? Carl um, hudson Odoi that's not even getting yeah, a game. Yeah, uh, there, there's, yeah. Lo- there's there's a few. Like, there's probably somebody obvious I'm missing out as well. Ziyech as well, but Ziyech meant to be out to AC. Aye, yeah. it's just a shambles. And you can put part of it down to maybe the fact that they had this ban and they couldn't give people new contracts and mm-hmm. they, they, they couldn't spend their money and all that. So fair enough, you give them a wee bit of leeway because of that. But 
I, I don't know what's going on there. Like, if I'm too poor, I actually don't know where to I'm, start. I'm so very surprised they, they, they didn't try and compete with Bayern Munich for Matthias Delict. I, I think that's someone that, like, he's not a mate. Like, he's he's flattered to deceive at Juve, but he, he would have been better than Koulibaly, I think. Um, a much younger player. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, like, we've not even addressed it, sorry, but, like, the whole Lukaku thing, what mm -hmm. the hell? Oh, I know, like, I know. seriously. Yeah, it's just bad. Absolutely. I mean, you, 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 you can't, you, I, I guess you can't blame the new regime for that because no. the old regime brought him in for so much money and he's just been just but, awful. Like, so, but last season, was that a Tuchel signing or was it not? Do mm. you know what I mean? Because it doesn't look like it was a Tuchel signing because he barely played him mm. and then he's went, on you go, you can, you can go. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a player of spending... 80, 90 million on a player and then yeah. letting them go out on loan for what, like 8 million? But that's like, that, that's that, that's the Abramovich era to a T. Uh, like, yeah. let's sign a big player for big money and then he just doesn't work out one season and get rid of him. Uh, that's just the typical uh, era that was. And and yeah, it's, it's finally come to an end, but it'll be interesting to see where Chelsea go. Um, Theo, you mentioned Conor Gallagher there. Do you think he's going to get his chance in the midfield? Because that midfield's an aging midfield for sure. Um, can't he's not getting younger um, Kovic is still of a good age but yeah I think Gallagher deserves his chance do you think yeah he definitely should he definitely should uh, play he won't Tuchel won't pick him uh, he'll turn into a bench player if he stays Gallagher should be asking for a transfer request I think a player who Chelsea should be going for is Frankie De Jong mm. uh, I think Frankie De Jong is perfect for that that mm -hmm. team uh, I wouldn't let Man United um, nick him because he's got to leave Barca, there's no question about it. Xavi brought him on at centre-back in El Clasico for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So he's he's going. Um, it's just Chelsea should be going in for that. But if Gallagher's got any sense about him, unless he starts, he's not going to get in over Mason Mount, is he? Let's face no. it. I think Gallagher's a cam. I don't think he's a CM. Um, but the problem with the Chelsea players is, and what Tuchel's finding is, no one wants the players because of how high their wages are. Mm -hmm. It's like Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Ruben Loftus cheeks on 120, 140 grand a week. What club's going to touch him on that unless Chelsea pays loan fee? Mm, yeah, no, no so one's. No one's Chelsea are in. Chelsea are in a mess. I think Tuchel will be gone by December. Yeah, that, that that's not a bad shout. Um, I can definitely see either. Um, I don't think he'll get sacked, but well, it depends because the obviously it depends on the new ownership. But I, I we've got I no striker get... as well. We've got no striker because well, Havertz, Havertz gets like ten goals a season. And I think Havertz is a really good player. Just I, do, I just don't think they play Havertz the right, like because he is a centre forward. Um, it's Havertz just... is a great player, but he's just not. He's been played at a position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be he's interesting. Not... I think I think Sterling could uh, assist him really well. I just think they need to actually find someone on that right hand side that's actually going to do the same same yeah. same kind of role. I wouldn't so... touch. I wouldn't touch that Anthony as well. I'm not impressed by him. No, nah, uh, yeah, I think it's a a risky but... move there. Yeah, no, definitely. Anyway, we better move on to the next uh, couple of teams, the big clubs, and then we'll try and talk about some interesting transfers and some uh, good business from other teams. Um, we'll talk about uh, Arsenal. They've signed Gabby Jesus uh, and Alexander Zinchenko, as well as, uh, is it Silva? Uh, is it, I don't know what his name is. Yeah, Fabio, uh, Fabio, Fabio Silva. Or, Fabio yeah. Vieira. Fabio Vieira, that's it. Fabio Vieira, that's it. Um, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, they have signed uh, them players as well. Um, yeah, Gabby Jesus, do you think it's his time to shine then, uh, Theo? Yeah, definitely. I, I quite like the signing, to be honest. I think in terms of, you have to look at Arsenal shopping different 
markets to the big boys mm-hmm. and to pay 35 million for a striker from Manchester City is a very good 46 Ned. 40, 46 35 10 million in it it's yeah. still very good business mm-hmm. uh, he's not going to score you 30 goals a season mm-hmm. he might get you 15 to 20 but um I think with you know the exciting attacking players that they've got Martinelli and Saka I think Gabriel Jesus is the perfect player um, for for Arsenal to be honest, I really like it. I, I'm not. I don't care if he scored some nice goals in preseason. I did watch them. He scored some nice goals, but um, the first six fixtures for Arsenal don't like Palace away, but the rest look pretty good. I think he'll hit the hit the ground running. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Ronan, what do you what do you make of that signing? Um, the, the the two from Man City. Do you think they're they're good bits of business from Arsenal? Yeah, um, I think. Zinchenko coming in uh, right away I'd have him straight in there with Thomas Party with Odegaard mm, just in front yeah. and I think that's a solid midfield three mm-hmm. they better not play on left back because he's wasted at left back especially mm-hmm. with Kieran Tierney there I can't see that happening but um, this is the first time yeah. I can remember since Arsene Wenger was in charge that Arsenal look like they're actually in a good place where they could actually start the season well. They've got that they look positive. You can see Arteta's vision starting mm-hmm. to come together. Um, you can see the way he wants his team to play. They have and Arsenal have an identity for the first time since Arsene Wenger. And I think I know they dropped off last season uh, horrendously and missed out on the top four. But it's a new season and I, I think with the signings they've brought in mm. and I still think that they might try and get a couple more in. Um I think Arsenal for once look in a pretty good place. Um so I, I agree with you. I think I think they'll start the season quite well and I can see them potentially getting top four next season. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think they'll. I think they're going to get top four. Um, I think Chelsea, as 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 we mentioned earlier, Chelsea. I think they they're the team that could uh, drop out uh, personally um, at, the, at this rate. Um, I I think yeah, uh, some really good uh, signings there from from Man City. Uh, Fabio Vieira. Have you have you guys heard much about him? Um, I I don't really know much about him, so it'll be quite an interesting uh, signing there. Maybe. Uh, yeah, he's 22, so we'll see how he gets on. Um, yeah, signed for a lot of money, but uh, if he can share some minutes with Martin Odegaard, take the pressure off Martin Odegaard, I think that'll be quite a good thing in that cam role. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, yeah, I think that's a easy way to, to wrap up uh, with Arsenal. I don't think they've sold much. They've sold Matteo Guendouzi um, back to Marseille. Uh, so yeah, he's he's out the door now uh, fully um, one bad egg is gone I, I think as well just to finish on Arsenal I think it'll be interesting to see how Saliba does yeah um, definitely, definitely a lot of people are hyping saying that he is this guy's brilliant so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how good he really is. Yeah. Well, he was he was a uh, best young player of the year in in France. So yeah, I think he's he's very highly rated. Um, had a really good season last year at Marseille. Marseille. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, yeah, at Arsenal if he gets the game time, which he should. He should get the game time. Um, moving on to the next club, uh, and 
that is the North London rivals of, of Tottenham Hotspur um, under Antonio Conte. Um, they've done some good business. Uh, Theo, I'll go to you uh, regarding their business. Yves Basuma um, is, was one of their first signings from Brighton. Um, has been mentioned for a lot of clubs, Man United being one of them. Do you think that was a good signing for Tottenham to get him through the door? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about Tottenham's... Um signings to be honest and, and my, my opinion at the start was these are really good and I've kind of changed my opinion I'm thinking a little bit like they don't really set the world alight to be honest Basuma's a decent midfielder um, I think he performs when he wants to and I think he was too good for Brighton I'm interested in the whole Tottenham vibe I think he's an upgrade on Hoiberg I don't think he's better than Bentecourt. Um I personally think Tottenham have um, the Richarlison signing. It'll get you twelve goals a season, is what it is. I don't know what Spurs are doing with their fullbacks because mm. last season they had Doherty and um, Emerson Royale who were working really well. I was thinking about it the other day. Now they've got Doherty, Emerson Roy- Royale, Sessing Young, Jed Spence, and Ivan Perisic. Mm-hmm. That's five fullbacks. Mm. I don't really understand what's going on with the fullbacks. I know he likes the fullbacks. Yeah. I know he's got a fetish for them, Conte, but I don't think you need five. Yeah, that's good. Re- regu- Regulon as well. Yeah, yeah he wants regu- to be- no, I don't understand that. I thought uh-huh. Regulon's decent. I don't get it. But um, Jed Spence is a is is a real waste of money. <laughs> yeah, um, for for them, I think it is. I don't get it. I was watching his highlights, and I'm like, you got so much time on the ball. You don't get that in the Premier League. Perisic. Uh, Again, for the mo- for, for, for the money, it's 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 okay for the money. I think Perisic yeah, yeah, yeah. for the money. It's it's a player you know what he's going to produce. He's going to. He's not. He's not an up- Jed Spence is not an upgrade on uh, Sessegnon. Well, Sessegnon's on the left, though. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, like yeah. Jed Spence like, play right left. Yeah, but he's going to play right. He's played right back for mm. for Forest and. I thought Matt Doherty was brilliant under Conte. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm 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 interested. I think well, I think it'll be Emerson Royale that'll go out the door. I've, I've heard he's the one that's been linked most out the door. Um, and I think the is. best the best bit of business for Tottenham is what they've done with Kulusevski, because yeah. they've actually it's so smart by Daniel Levy. They've signed him on another loan deal, I've and they that. have to buy him at the end of it. Mm. So it's just and he was unreal for yeah, six he is. Oh, he was fantastic. No, I, I thought I thought Kulusevski was a smart sign. Have they? Have, so, what's happened to Benton Coor? Has he just gone back to Juventus? No, it's the same. They've, so they've got Benton on a two-year loan. So they've got both of them on on loan. That's good. That's uh, that's really good to hear. Um, yeah, uh, I think as you said, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Jed Spence, yeah, for for the money, it's worth it. Is a question mark. Um, but he is a young player, so it'll be interesting. I, I, I think he is a very good player for another team, just whether it was worth uh, Tottenham, because yeah, he'll be expected mm. to do a lot um, under Conte system. That right wing back, the the, the wing back rules um, that Conte plays and likes to play, you're expected to do a lot. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a really hard job uh, to to impress him. Uh, yeah, Richarlison, uh, you mentioned there, Theo, but I'll I'll go to Ronan regarding Richarlison. Uh, w- what's kind of your take on Richarlison? Because I actually, it's a high fee, but it's actually not the worst idea, um, in my opinion, to to take someone like Richarlison. He's still twenty five, and as as Theo said, I, I can see him getting yeah twelve, maybe fourteen goals uh, this season. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a uh, a player to take pressure off uh, Kane and Son yeah they've paid way too much money for him but mm. um, like look don't know Richarlison's hot and cold for me 
but yet again, Everton are a hot and cold team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard. It was always hard to see. Um, he was definitely Everton's best player. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of agree with you, Jordan. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm I'm like I don't know because. I agree with what Theo said. They've not brought in a signing that's been like, oh, that's really going to improve the squad or, or that, like like he says, not like a world-beating signing. They're yeah. all just at, like average signings. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Conte gets so much out of an average player. Mm-hmm. Like, um, say, like, talking about the fullbacks and, like, Perisic, for example, is a, is a decent player. Um, but, I mean... Look, look what look what Conte did at Chelsea with the likes of Victor Moses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I think I'm in the middle with the Richarlison. When I first initially heard it, I, bar the the price that they were paying, which I think was ridiculous, I thought that's probably actually quite a good sign. I can see him linking up well with with Kane and Son. Um, but I don't know. The real question I've got though is. I want to ask Theo what he thinks of his favourite ever player, Longley, going to Tottenham. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> what a shocking signing. Goodness me. Yeah. That's, honestly, thank you for reminding me. That is embarrassing. He's awful. I, I think they've got an amazing centre-back. In. I love Romero. I think Romero's incredible. Yeah. I actually think he's a really good centre-back. But that Longley is pathetic. God, I hope they get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, do you know who's worse than Barcelona? You know that? Have you ever seen that Oscar Mingueza dude play? <laughs> yeah. God, mate, he's bad. Oh, yeah, but really? long lay, man. Oh. Talking about, talking about funny things. We'll move on to the next club. It's your, it's your boys, Man United, Theo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to them. We're on to them, right? I'm going to enjoy this. Do um, I start? Yeah, yeah. Go for it, man. I, I, I've well, got to hear it. It's it's an interesting one because I've actually been proud of of the boys for not making stupid quick signings and overpaying. Uh, The Malassia signing is a good signing. Uh, I watched him in the conference final. I think it's a good player. He's not a world-class fullback. United are not at the level where they can go out and buy world-class players. So Malassia for where United are, for £13 million, Uh it's not bad. Okay, that's not bad. Um, Christian Eriksen is a great signing. I like Christian Eriksen. It's a player United should have bought Ajax back in the day. I think on a free contract for three years, I think that's a great signing. Mm. Can't say anything what, about that. What age is Eriksen now? 30 years old. 30 years so it's, it, it, it's it's absolutely fine. That's a great signing. Lissandro Martinez, I mean, 50 million for Lissandro Martinez. I think United have overpaid. Um, I don't know what position Martinez oh. is going to find himself playing. Is he going to play centre-back? Is he going to uh-huh. play centre-mid? I don't know. Yeah. A lot However, of people are talking about his height is going to be a problem. Um, five ten, he's one of the smallest centre. Yeah, if not, you're I'm playing not, centre back, one of the smallest centre backs. Um, a lot of people are saying he's going to be um, unable to to compete um, in the league. I'm not too. I, I don't. Not, I don't. I don't, I don't agree. Too, uh, I don't agree. But I'm not, I'm not um, sure on that because the last utility player United bought from Ajax was Dali Blind. Dali yeah. Blind was a small player and he did the job. As Pelicueta, as Pelicueta yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. For for me, I think that. I trust in Ten Hag. Ten Hag wants him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like what Ten Hag's done. I like how ruthless he's been. I still think United are short. I think United need um, Frankie De Jong massively. Mm-hmm. I think United need to get a new striker. 
because I don't know what Ronaldo's doing. Uh, I think United are, are rebuilding, but I still think United are short of top four by quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. If you buy Frankie de Jong, it's a great signing. It just papers over cracks. Yeah. Do you think that... Uh, I'll go to Ronan here um, about the Frankie de Jong situation. Do you think that Man United should be continuing with Frankie de Jong? Because there's obviously saying with... Uh, Obviously, he wants to stay at Barcelona. Obviously, Barcelona want to move him on, but there's these wages that are involved, these 17 million pounds or euros that are owed to Frankie de Jong. Do you think that Man United should be continuing with this or do you think they should be looking elsewhere to, to supplement the team? I don't think you should be putting their, all their eggs in one basket mm. because it might not happen. And I don't know, but I don't know if I'm right here, but I'm sure I heard that Barca or said that he needs to take a pay cut if he wants to stay, and he's he's mm. happy to stay, he's willing to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, Frankie de Jong's a fantastic player, um, mm. and if Man United get him, that is a game-changer, mm-hmm. a massive game-changer. Yeah. But I'm also, if I'm, if I'm Theo and I'm a Man U fan, I'm looking forward, one, to seeing how Donny van de Beek will do under Ten Hag because he was brilliant at Ajax, so see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very worried if I'm a Man U fan, because I think regardless whether Ronaldo stays or not, whether Ronaldo didn't even want out the door, if Ronaldo wanted to stay at the club, I still think he's a striker, because Ronaldo is not an Eric Ten Hag striker. Mm. Eric Ten Hag commands his team to work hard, and Ronaldo... Is a hard worker, but he's not a pressing striker that that Ten Hag will want. Um, so I mean, we just need to see. But for me, I, I've said it for years now. Ten Hag, I've always liked him. I don't like the fact he's at Man United because I don't like Man United. But I don't. He must. He must have a lot of confidence in himself to take on that job because. For me, the managers and the the signings haven't always been the problem at that club. There's something deep within inside that club that is not right. And even someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, who loves the club, that gave him his shot, has now seen that as well. And he wants out. So there's something seriously wrong. I don't know what it is. I think it seems to me like the managers and players don't know what it is. You hear David De Gea come out every single week like and say, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on here. So something is seriously wrong outside of man management and players. I think I think for me, what's been a big plus this transfer window is not the players United have brought in. It's players United have got rid of. I think Paul Pogba was a massive problem at that club. Um, I think he, he doesn't stand for any of United's beliefs. I think he thought he was bigger than the club. Jesse Lingard as well. I'm glad to see the back of that reject. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with him. He only turned up when he wanted to. And it's also pointless players like Mata. Mata shouldn't be at the club. If you're going to play a game a season, don't offer him a contract. Getting rid of Matic as well. So United's clear out has actually been good. Mm. And it's given the young players, for example, United have got some good young players. Garnacho's a good young player. Alanga's done well last season. Um, James Garner deserves a shot Coming in the field. Back from I think Garner's a good in. player. So mm. United young players, they should be on the bench. Hannibal Mesbury in the Liverpool game, it's been well documented. And the rumour is he might be coming to Birmingham, which would be a, which would be a really good signing. But 
United need players from the, the, the ground up who are not just there to take a wage, but who are ready to, to kick in and, and learn. But I think I think um I think the early signs are promising on Ten Hag. Definitely. The thing what you're saying about the youngsters is Ten Hag is used to just bringing youngsters through every season and working with them and makes them successful, as you've seen through mm-hmm. all his time at Ajax. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, there's a chance that he he probably will, because as you say, they've got a lot of, they've got a good youth academy as well, Man United. So I think Ten Hag will definitely look into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think that'll be um well used as well, guys. Uh I can't can't disagree there. Uh, we've we've seen on the preseason tour for you as well the the refreshness of uh, Anthony Martial kind of um, kind of getting his name back in uh, the mix um, with some goals as well um, and Marcus Rashford as well. Do you think these two guys can revitalise the, their careers alongside uh, Jaden Sancho, who I think will have a better second season um, this time around? Martial's pathetic. Uh, get him out of the club. It's rubbish. He always does well in preseason, then he goes back to just being miserable. Uh, Rashford will have a good season. Rashford looks Rashford looks good. Um, I think he he's realised how close he came to losing it all at United. Mm. So I think he'll have a good season. But Tony Marshall shouldn't be anywhere near that squad. Fed up of him. Um, Sancho's Sancho. Imagine this: you play Sancho in the right position, and guess what? He performs. It's amazing. <laughs> also, Bruno Bruno Fernandez needs to pull his finger out and um, perform. I think he was disgraceful last season. He's always moaning at other players, always moaning at the ref. He needs to just focus on him because I yeah. think Bruno Fernandez is United's best player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just he needs to prove it. I also want Rafael Varane to start playing like the player he should be. I feel like if you look at Varane last season, um, instead of pushing through injuries, he just go he's, on. He's on always fit. been that, to be fair, mate. Yeah, I was watching the highlights of the Real Madrid um, Juventus Champions League final and he was playing and he had the knock, um, but he still pushed through. He's not got that commitment yet, so he needs to yeah. he needs to improve. Yeah. But without boring you on Man United, we need a few more players. Yeah. Yeah, what, what do you think about the Maguire situation? I was Should about they... to last. Sorry. Yes. sorry, sorry, man. No, no, I was going to say, no, carry on, because that was going to be my last point on Man United was Harry Maguire, the captain situation. Um, I, Ronan, I'll, I'll let you take it away first and kind of, yeah, see see what your kind of take is on that. And then, Theo, yeah, well, you jump in. Well, I'll briefly, just briefly talk about last season. Right, number one, you should never be the captain of Man United. Mm-hmm. Number two, the second Ronaldo stepped into that club, why would you still have Harry Maguire as your captain? Because there's no way... like One, that would put second thoughts into Maguire's mind because Maguire then will think, how can I lead as a captain? How can I tell this guy what to do? Mm-hmm. And like everybody looks up to Ronaldo. The second Ronaldo came in the door, mm-hmm. everybody was absolutely buzzing, excited. And then Ronaldo does lead by example. Ronaldo should have had that captain's armband. Um Secondly, um, Maguire just needs to sit down and just focus on his job. Take away all the captaincy from him and just focus on playing football and get back to where he was. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, Maguire's a, a mid-table a mid-table defender anyway. Yeah. Like, he played his best football when he was at Leicester. Um, and I, I just think... They need another centre. If I, if with Martinez coming in, I think Maguire should be dropped. It should be Martinez and Varane. Yeah, but uh, I think it's, I think it's a, mm-hmm. a, I don't know what what you're doing there, but I don't think Ten Hag's the biggest of fans with some of the comments that he's made about him either. So, 
my my take on the Maguire situation though is like if Ronaldo comes into the club and what I think he <laughs> should have done, um, what Maguire, you, yeah, you can't say any words to Ronaldo to make him respect you, but putting the performances and actually putting like make you're making mistakes week after week. That's only that's only going to deteriorate Ronaldo's opinion of you. What you need to do is go and like like a Roy Keane, put in challenges, make uh, crucial defending challenges, actually lead by example in the defence, and then you'll gain respect. Uh, Theo, show, I don't, I don't show know. Ronaldo why he is man your captain. Yeah, that's what you've got to show. Um, I, I, I don't think Ronaldo is a captain. I, don't, I wouldn't have made Ronaldo captain. He wasn't captain at Juventus. He's never been a captain. I, I don't think Ronaldo should ever be made captain. Um, I disagree. Any, to be honest, I disagree with the, saying that Anyone, he should be captain, but that's just my take on it. Um, whether Maguire is captain material, I, I don't think he is. Um, I think it's shown that he isn't. Uh, but if he actually wants to be respected, it's about putting performances on the pitch and actually putting in tough challenges as a defender. That's that's the centre back's kind of job. Um, and when he's making mistakes after mistakes and on highlight reels of Harry Maguire and all that kind of th- the the TikToks you see of it, uh, it's 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 not good for the the look of Manchester United. Theo, I don't don't know what what's your kind of take on it. Do you do you bring someone in to be a captain? Do you bring in a new transfer? No, um, no, 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 no. What's your take? I understand what Eric Ten Hag's done. Um, you keep Maguire as club captain. You don't mm-hmm. change anything. If you don't pick Maguire, he's not the game captain. So I understand that. Your captain is there. He's been there for a long time. David De Gea. He should be the captain of Man United. Mm-hmm. There's there's no question about it. I wouldn't have Fernandez as as it. I think Fernandez rips into players too much. Um, and again, I'm I'm still really annoyed at Fernandez for last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what United are doing. I don't know if Maguire's even going to start. I really don't. You think about it, wouldn't you say that maybe Martinez and Varane are probably the first two at the moment? I don't know what's going on. So he needs to sort that out, Ten Hag, um, because I don't think Maguire's at that stage. I'm I'm really, uh, I don't understand why, but I've I've always had a soft spot for Victor Lindelof. I don't mm. get it. I think he's pretty average. I, I, I think he's quite attractive, to be honest. That's probably why. Um, but I, don't, I think Lindelof's better than Maguire. I think Bailly needs to be binned. But I don't know what United are doing. They need to sort out who is number one partnership and who is reserve. And they need to know that clearly. Mm-hmm. It, it's a season for Rashford. Like you said earlier, Theo, Rashford will have a good season. Rashford must and needs to have a good season. This is his. This is the season. If he doesn't step up this season, then he's not the player that's lived up to his full potential. He has to really step up this season. Um but I thought you'd have wanted Fred as captain, mate. <laughs> you know, do you know what do you know what the crazy thing is? I actually thought Fred was one of United's better players last season. Yeah, and I, I never thought I'd be saying that. Yeah. Um I still think he's diabolical mine, but um Anyway, we could talk forever yeah. about Man United. Yeah, we could. We, we'll, we'll, we'll need to do an episode on Man United properly uh, later on. That's that's a, a yearly topic that we need to chat about. Um, but yeah, moving on to some of the other teams in the league. Um, I want to talk about a couple of teams and then we can talk about some of the other interesting transfers you th- thought that we haven't discussed tonight. Um, one of those is a newly promoted Nottingham Forest signing over 12 players, I believe, they've signed. Um, probably another five have already arrived by the time this video actually come, gets out to you to you listeners out there. Um, but yes, yeah, so I signed some top players. Um, 
Awonya in from Union Berlin, Nico Williams, who we mentioned in from Liverpool. Uh, they've got in Nia Kati from Mainz, uh, Omar Richards from Bayern Munich, who's the young left-back who was at Reading uh, a couple of seasons ago. A couple of boys in from Huddersfield, who were also the, the playoff uh, runners-up, and Lewis O'Brien and Harry, Harry Toffolo. Um, they've come in, the, the left-back and central midfielder. Uh, and they've also brought in Dean Henderson from Manchester United, uh, as well as the man of Jay Lings has come in on a free. Uh, so what do you make of uh, the, the signings, boys? Do you think this is a bit of a uh, Fulham from a couple, couple of years ago uh, where they signed a load of players? Or do you think the, some of these signings are smart uh, signings from, uh, for, for, for Steve Cooper to work with? Uh, Theo, I'll, I'll go to you. Yeah, I, I, think, um, they're, I think they're staying up. Um, I think the signing of Jay, Jesse Lingard and Dean Henderson is, is sensational. Um, I think they're staying up. I love some of their signings. I think Lewis O'Brien is, okay. I don't know if you've watched Lewis O'Brien at Huddersfield. Yeah, he is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And Leeds should have got him to replace Calvin Phillips. He's a really good player. The striker from Union Berlin, I think it's a waste of money. Um, don't don't like the sound of that. Nico Williams is a colossal waste of money. 18 millions on Nico Williams. Yeah. Give him his strength. Um, Toffolo's a backup fullback. But Dean Henderson's the main one for me. I think that's a great signing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to be honest, Jordan, yep. you look at Burnley. Burnley didn't invest any money mm-hmm. and they went down. Yeah. Forest have to invest money smartly. And I think that's what they've done. Cooper, yeah. Cooper's a great manager as well. So I like the signings a lot. Yeah, I I, I think they'll get a mid-table finish at this point. Uh, a lower mid-table, but a mid-table finish nonetheless. And I think they'll be, they'll, they'll obviously be in the mix, but... I think they're 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 strong enough with these signings uh, to get out there. Um, as well, you, you I remember when I was at your studio, you mentioned uh, Awonyai. Um, and you 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 mentioned him as a as a really good uh, young player. Obviously, I'll, I'll go to Ronan later on because uh, I remember he was an ex uh, young Liverpool player uh, coming through their academy. But what do you make of him? I just I don't know to be honest, Jordan. I think they've paid a lot of money for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. He's just a type of player. Do you know when you get a signing in the Premier League, mm-hmm. like, for example, Sebastian Haller at, at yeah. West Ham, and you think it's not going to work? It's just not going to work. And for me personally, I don't think this is going to work. I, I, I would have just kept Brennan Johnson. I think Brennan Johnson's insane, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have just kept the Johnson, the man the myth that is Lyle Taylor. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, and, oh, Keenan Davis is awful. Yeah, no, um... <laughs> I, I want the eye. It's not. It's not yeah. a Theo sign. I would have got Maxwell Corner in from Burnley. Mm, interesting. Interesting. R- Ronan, what do you make of a one eye? Because he was obviously a young player at Liverpool when he was coming through in his youth development. Do you think that he's a a, a clever signing? He, he did well for the Union Berlin last season. I think it's a tough one to judge until we see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of in a way, mm-hmm. although it's slightly different. It reminds me a bit of the Brewster signing with Sheffield United. Mm, right. It's kind of like, it's a risky signing and it could work out well. But if it doesn't work, you're going to get heavily criticised for it. So we'll see. We'll see. I think there's a lot, there's better signings that Forrest have made that are there. Like I think the signing of uh, Omar Richards for Bayern's a good signing. Uh, he's a young fullback. I think he's going to be good. Uh, and... Uh, What's his name? Uh, the boy, the centre back they signed from Mines. He's a very, he's a, I think he's a good player. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
yeah, I, I want you. I we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's going to be a, a very new look team uh, to the team that actually got promoted. And yeah, I'll be interested to see some what happens to some of the players that were there last season that did uh, so well. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see see how that goes. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll move on to the, the another club. Uh, Leeds United uh, under Jesse Marsh have signed some uh, really good players as well. Um, Theo, do, do you think their business has been uh, quite promising? Do you think they've got more of a chance of staying up or do you think under Jesse Marsh it's going to uh, yeah, blow up in their face? I don't know. I think they're going to be looking between 16th and 18th in the, in the league, to be honest. Mm-hmm. They've lost Rafinha and they've lost Calvin Phillips, your spine of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with Leeds was the defence. Um, I like the signing of Tyler Adams. I think that's mm-hmm. a nice signing. Um, I like the sign of Aronson. I also think that's mm-hmm. a nice signing. Getting Bamford fully fit is like a new signing as well. Mm-hmm. The problem for me is Leeds need centre-backs. They need someone yeah. to go alongside Lorente. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know about the Sinistera signing. I really don't. I've watched mm. him. He's hot and cold. Yeah. Um, the the lad they got from Salzburg at right back, Christensen. Christensen that's decent. Mm-hmm. Mark Rock is decent. Mm-hmm. But I just I just worry for Leeds because I think they're short. I mm-hmm. really do think they're short. I yeah. think um, I personally think they could have done with a better goalkeeper as well because mm-hmm. um, I think Melier was rubbish last season. Yeah. But then again, last season they did get hit by a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. So. We we've got to put that in into context, yeah, into yeah. context, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think it'll be quite interesting to see what happens. As you said, I think Rasmus Christensen he's played under Jesse Marshall. I think he's a really good signer at right back. Uh, Tyler Adams is flattered to deceive at Leipzig. Um, his injury record's been the problem with him. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Sinister, I haven't really seen him much. Uh, Brendan Aronson, I've I've heard good things about. Um, so yeah, I think he's quite an exciting player. But yeah, uh, as as you said, I, I kind of agree. I could see a sixteenth, seventeenth position finish. I think they'll stay up. Um, yeah, they'll stay up. I, and they'll stay and it'll be interesting to see if Marsh survives the whole season. Uh, a lot of people are saying that he'll probably uh, be one of the first managers to go. Um, and I, 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 I hope not. I really yeah. like him. Really like. Yeah, him. I I like him as well. I like yeah. how honest he is, um, mm. and he's got a, he's got a tough job. I, I I hope he I hope he does well. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, I don't think he'll be the one of the first to go. Um, but after the January window, if it's not working, if they've then signed some other players to supplement the team, and it's not working, uh, I could see Leeds panic and trying to to stay up. Things will go different this season, by the way, boys. Mm. People will be getting sacked. In November, because it's a mm. good time to get a new manager in whilst the yeah. World Cup. So, mm-hmm. so that's when you're going to see, unless you do a Watford and sack a manager after three games, your mm-hmm. your uh, your first sign of sacked managers is going to be at that time period because mm. it's an ideal you, time. I agree. I think your first sacked manager will be Frank Lampard, hundred percent. Yeah, could be, could easily be. Um, 100%. I, I I don't know. I think Scott Parker's in the race there. Oh, um, yeah. That was, <laughs> Parker's Scott. in the race there. Bournemouth are... Yeah. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, 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 Bournemouth are just, 
Bournemouth are my bottom of the league, and oh, I, I don't 100%. think I don't think you uh, very much in disagreement there. I, I don't nope. think there's going to be much disagreement there. Um, the last club I want to really talk about, um, we haven't actually talked about them too much. It's my arch nemesis in Newcastle United, boys. Um, they are obviously the richest club in the world because everyone knows that. Um, but they've actually not spent too much money. They've gone and signed Ben Botman um, from Lille, uh, who I think is a very good signing. Uh, but yeah, it's been uh, quite a bit slower from Newcastle United. Um, they've been linked with Lucas Piqueta um, from, from Lyon, uh, a number of other strikers, Alexander Isaac, uh, Ekitike, who's gone to obviously PSG now. Um, yeah, they've been linked with uh, a heap of players. Um, yeah, Ronan, what's kind of your take on Newcastle? Do you think that it's wise that they're being shrewd with their business? Um, or do you think that they need to be signing some uh, extra quality in there? Well, they I think need to be doing more, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be doing a, a total overhaul because I think that would just damage things. Yeah. With the January signings that they brought in, mm-hmm. it seemed to work, and mm-hmm. Eddie Howe got them playing really well. Yeah. So, as much as I still think they need to improve, obviously, mm-hmm. and they brought in a couple of players to do that. Like I think the Nick Pope signing is a really good signing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sven Botman, we'll see. Um, I think he's a really good player, but mm-hmm. let's see how he copes in the Premier League. Um, but more needs to be done. They need a, they need a striker. Um, they can't rely on, uh, like, uh, cripple like Callum Wilson and mm-hmm. Chris Wood, who's just an average striker. They they need yeah. to bring. I know they lost out on that boy that went to PSG. What's his Ekitike or Ekitike? Yeah, Ekitike. Yeah, Ekitike. I know they lost. I know they lost out on him. I know they were trying to get him, but yeah, I I think they still. I I don't know why mm-hmm. it's taken them this long to bring in a few more with the money they have, unless they're just trying to get the targets that they really want. Mm-hmm. But um. I think Newcastle will be just fine, and I can see them yeah. progressing. Eddie Howe's going. Eddie Howe's a middleman. He's there for a few seasons to steady the ship, and then mm-hmm. someone's going to come in that's bigger and and take them to that Champions League place that that they would they really want. But um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I think with the January signings, you've seen how much of a difference that made, and you've mm-hmm. seen how well Newcastle played. So. With these extra couple of signings and a few more that I imagine that they will want, mm. I think Newcastle could be quite a, a difficult team to beat. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think they'll be in with a chance at a higher mid-table. Uh, between, I would say between 8th and 13th, there's quite a lot of clubs in there that are... Um, yeah, that are vying for those places. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. They've been linked with a few other players, Musa Diaby from uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Theo, do you think that would be a smart signing uh, for for someone like Newcastle uh, to come on on that left wing? No, oh. um, he's average. Um, the problem with Newcastle <laughs> is that no, I've, I've, I've been, probably I've... got ten goals and t- over ten and ten in the Bundesliga, like in both areas. Like, I, I don't know if that's average, but. Your, your definition of average is all over the shop. The thing is, Newcastle have been really been trying to sign players. They're just struggling mm-hmm. because people know they've got the cash. They're yeah. pricing them out. It's yeah. like Musa Diaby is worth 35 million. Mm-hmm. Leverkusen wanted 55, 60. So Newcastle say no. Newcastle mm-hmm. are really trying to sign players. They're just mm-hmm. really struggling. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with what Ronan said. Um, I, I think 
and again, I don't want to get into it. I think I think that Etikay is an absolute idiot for going to PSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see where he's getting into that team in the next five years. I think Newcastle would have been a good place for him. But look, Newcastle have done what they've done. I think the Nick Pope one's really shrewd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sven Botman's decent. Um, but yeah, they'll be they'll be okay. I wouldn't want to. They're not mm. going to be top like eight. I think they'll finish like ninth or tenth, which mm. is a decent decent season. But Mm-hmm. they've done okay they're, they're yeah. trying they really are trying to sign people yeah. they're just struggling yeah, yeah definitely um, yeah there's only one more club I want to mention actually and Theo you mentioned this at the start Aston Villa um, before we came on the pod uh, your arch nemesis as well um, what what you what are you kind of making of them at the moment yeah um, I just wanted to come on and say that Diego Carlos is actually an awful awful football player I don't know why people are raving about him let me just tell you this straight if a centre-back as good, apparently, as Diego Carlos is not being picked up by Chelsea, who really need a centre-back mm-hmm. and other top clubs, then there's something wrong yeah. with him. I think Aston Villa needs strikers. I don't think they need um, defensive players. But mm-hmm. I don't know, mate. I just really wanted to come on air and just say, I hate Diego Carlos and I think he's average. Yeah. I just I, really I, wanted I, to. I, I, I really feel happy <laughs> I actually liked Diego Carlos a couple of years back. I remember I was suggesting him for Barcelona um, a couple of years back. Yeah, he was good three um, years ago. Yeah, yeah two, 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 years, two years ago, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's kind of tailed off at Sevilla. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting signing. Uh, I, I think, think the Bubaker Kamara is a good signing, yeah. though. Um, uh, Ronan, what, what were you about to say? Sorry, no, that's literally what I was about to say, Jordan. Yeah. I think getting Kamara is a good signing. I also think tying down Coutinho is a brilliant mm-hmm. signing as well. He was a mm-hmm. game changer for Aston Villa last year. Yeah. So yeah, um I think getting him tied down is really good too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, definitely. So. Definitely the case. Uh, you won't believe it, boys. There's actually one more club, and I want to ask. It's an it's another arch nemesis. It's your one of your arch nemesis, Ronan. Everton Football Club, actually. And the the funniest thing about them is that they're so bad they got beat by Minnesota four 0 and oh. Delhi Valley missed that absolute setter. I don't know if you boys seen that, but it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Is that setter that he and Michael Keane putting in his own back net. Back of his own net. It's just, I, they're just a shambles of. I, I've got them going down this season. I seriously do. I just think, um, it's a good laugh. <laughs> it really is. It really um, is. I think Turk out. I think Turk out. He's a good signing. Yeah, I think it's a good signing yeah. on a free, but he's not the answer. Like mm-hmm. that. I mean, they really, really need players. They are. Yeah. They've just lost Richarlison, who was uh-huh. their best player. Yeah. Um. I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin is the definition of crap. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just think that um, he's so overhyped, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he, I, I just think there's so many problems there. They are mm. in real, real trouble. And the problem is, is every season they've, they've, they've got rich owners, but with the financial fair play, they can't bring anyone in. Mm. So yeah. they are... Well, they're, they're, they're really they're, screwed. Yeah, they're kind of. I don't know, but they're allowed to bring in. I think they're allowed to bring in players based on the money they bring in from other transfers. Yeah. So, with Charlotte's yeah. money's there, so I don't know why they've not gone and spent that. And the, Nobody the, wants the, to the, go. But the players, <laughs> like, the players like Harry Winks. I'm just like, man, I'm I know. Alive. What like, is, is he really doing? Is there more? Is there nothing better than Harry so, Winks on the market? Like, so there's, there's a few things to say. Sorry. So first uh, of all, they have yeah. just signed Ruben Vinagra, the ex-Wolves fullback. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. The problem with Everton is, and also I just want to say Anthony Gordon is a baller. Right? Yes, yeah. No, that yeah. is the potential. However, Everton next season are going to be lining up with Mason Holgate, Alex Tree Trunk Iwobi, Tree Trunk, yes, bring him back. The tree Andre trunk. Gomez and oh, Dominic word. might be a woman. <laughs> yes, so, yes. But, but the reason I think I think that's there. Cool a number of reasons I think that's there. I think Jordan Pickford's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah. I think Anthony Gordon's a good player as well. Mm-hmm. And I also like Mikalenko and Tarkovsky. I like that defence to an extent. Um, but sorry, just before, because I know we're rounding up transfers. Yeah. I don't want to talk too much about Barcelona because that's like, I think oh, that's yeah. an episode that's in itself. Episode, if we're keeping itself. it prem, yeah. I just wanted to say, I really like the idea and I'm really interested to see how Skamaka does at West Ham. Mm. Has, really he seen, has he seen Jet? Has he seen Jet? Uh, he's having, having his medical. That, right. That'll go through. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really interested by that signing. Yeah. Well, I think well, Philip Kostic as well is a really interesting. Yeah. I don't think he'll go mm-hmm. though because he's got mm-hmm. Champions League at Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Uh, no, I was going to come on to that, guys, to, to end the episode. Um, is there any other transfers that, off the start, you've mentioned Skamaka there, uh, Theo? The, is there anyone else that stands out for yourself? Well, I'll go for you first. What, uh, is there anyone else? After Skamaka, is there anyone? Yeah, um, Premier League-wise, I'm really excited to see what on earth is going to happen at Southampton this season. Mm. Really excited. I think Joe Aribo is an awful signing. I don't think he's Premier League quality. No. No. Uh, I think that's that's laughable. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm really interested by um, that. They've bought a lad from Bordeaux. Uh, Sekumara, mm. I think his name is, yeah. from about 19, 19 years of age. Mm. They've had a complete, like... Like rebuild, mm-hmm. Gavin but Bazunu is a good signing as well. So yeah. I think that I think that's it's a big, it's a big, ju- big jump from oh, one, man, one to uh, yeah. Your man point. Shane Long left though. Theo. I know, I know. Shane. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's even the championship, Theo. Yes, know, come on. The, are, the, we the, doing, the, are we doing? Are we doing Red and mate? Are we doing Sunderland Red and just to watch the, him? The, the <laughs> fact that the fact that that man is going to be within twenty yards of me <laughs> this season is. I think I need a like a <laughs> training order to be honest. Oh, it's gonna be so good, mate! It's gonna be so good. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, so, some of the players you mentioned there, though. Um, the, the player I'm interested in actually, uh, Keen Lewis Potter, um, coming in at Brentford, uh, from Hull City. I mm. think it's quite a interesting sign. I think he could be a bit of a Jared Bowen. Uh, that's but who's been obviously being compared to the same oh, kind of position. Jared Bowen. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think I, I think Keen Lewis Potter. Play could be that type of player as well. Um, I, I've seen a lot of promise uh, in, uh, in in the championship. Uh, very skillful, uh, quick player. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what you can, can do. Can I, just quickly, can I just quickly say, sorry, because a lot of people criticise Scottish football players. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, sometimes that is correct. Yeah. But big up Aaron Hickey, man. He's, yeah. a, he's a class yeah. fullback. I'm actually so happy he's at Brentford. He's a mm-hmm. great player. Like, yeah. I, I'm looking, I want him to do really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm, I think Aaron Hickey, yeah, deserves his opportunity. Um, I'm still confused whether he's a left back or a right back. That still confuses me because he, he's playing every single position known to man, both for Scotland and, uh, yeah, club. Uh, so yeah, be interesting to see actually what position he plays. Uh, for for Brentford, Ronan, what what what's kind of your uh players that we maybe not we've maybe not mentioned, um, but what players are kind of like catching your eye, um, transfer wise. 
I, I'll tell you what I think was a really, really good piece of business, mm-hmm. and that is Crystal Palace signing Sam Johnson on a free. That mm-hmm. is a brilliant signing. Fair. Fair. Like, I know they've got a load of goalkeepers. Like, mm-hmm. I think they've got Butland. I think they've now got Johnson. They've got uh, uh, Guaita as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's, I'm interested to see how Palace do because Palace were like, for me, like in my opinion, last season, mm-hmm. the start of last season, I was like, they're going straight down. Mm-hmm. Um, after Hodgson left and then Vieira came in and I thought, Vieira's just an average manager. I don't think there's much to it. But mm-hmm. man, he, he got them playing well, got them playing really well. And then mm-hmm. like the, the loan sign of Conor Gallagher was huge. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see how Palace do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um. No, that that's really it for me though. If you're, are you just talking Premier League? Yeah, yeah talking Premier yeah. League. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. but but yeah, well, we'll have to talk about the European transfers. We might do that in a uh, another episode. Um, obviously the transfer window is still open until uh, September, uh, so we can we can talk about it up, um, up until then. But... The, just just wanted to shout out mm-hmm. four clubs who need to do some more business in the Premier League. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, and Fulham. And sorry, also Leicester. Leicester haven't yeah. signed a player. Yeah, Leicester. I don't think Leicester yeah, can. I think I don't think they're able to. I think that's why they haven't, because right. there's no way there's mm. no way Brendan Rodgers wouldn't wouldn't not try and sign players. Yeah, yeah. I mm. think there's a reason why they can't, and I can't remember right. what it is. Oh, but right, it's okay. basically I think it's a financial situation. They need to just have a season without without right. signing right. anyone. Mm. Um, I'd sell not, Madison I'll, if that was the case. Then I know yeah. I'm so bad. I get I'd even sell. Uh, Yuri Tielmans get some money in for him as well. Yeah, but yeah. um I think uh, what I will say is I think the Polina signing for Fulham, that's a good signing. Yeah. Um, I like the Andreas yeah. Pereira one as well. I think yeah. the, and Kevin and Bar- uh, Kevin and Barbu comes in for nah, this as well. I was reading some of it right and it was so funny on the Mbabu. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you know the guy who's the Sky Sports News journalist, he's the he's called Cave Solihull. Ah, uh, Solihull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so clever. He was going the reason the deal is like um slowing down is because Mbabu's a massive a, a fantastic striker. So mm-hmm. Wolfsburg want to put in a buyout clause if he scores 20 goals a season season on a buyout. I'm like Mbabu plays right back mate. He scored that one goal in 4 years. Yeah, Mbabu's sh- oh, honestly. Mbabu's such, a, not good. such a good journalist right there, yeah. isn't it? And if they get Bernd Leno in goal, yeah. Um and if they get um Papa Diop from oh one sorry, one final player, Aguerd uh, at uh, West Ham. That's uh, Agu- Aguerd, yeah, Aguerd, yeah. yeah. Centre back from Wren. Yeah. Oh, he's a good player. No, there's there's just some good signings boy signings boys. Uh, as we said, it's it's going on until September. Um, so we've got a long way to go. Uh, season starts in a couple of weeks, though. Um, but yeah, our, our season starts this weekend, Theo. We've got uh, good old championship football kicks off. And, uh, and Ronan's as well. Uh, yeah, and the Scottish Scottish League as well. Uh, so yeah. Um, Champions League. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. No, Champions League. You got your money. You got lots of money as well now uh, from that, haven't you? So, uh, well, no. last <laughs> time we were on a podcast, Neil Lennon was still currently the Celtic manager, and a lot has changed since. A lot has changed. You know, I, oh, I'd be wow. down to do a um uh, an SPL uh, on especially on Celtic and Rangers because I think yeah. it's going to be a good season. There's been good funding from yeah. both clubs. I think yeah, no. this is the best the the best build up to a 
a season in a long time where both sets are where both clubs have as you say spent well in the window and I think it will be a close season yeah, yeah. definitely definitely boys no we'll, we'll definitely have to plan some podcasts then um, if any of our listeners are out there uh, and fancy suggesting any topics you want us to discuss to discuss we're hoping to be back uh, every couple of weeks um, maybe not every week uh, but hopefully getting a podcast out um, when we can uh, either monthly or or per weekly we'll, we'll see how we go um, but yeah you, you can't blame us but we're, we've got uh, a lot on our on our plates but anyway thank you very much for listening guys and <laughs> we'll catch you later <laughs> bye for now